Nintendo. I'm Jose Otero, and this is IGN's Nintendo Show. Joining me this week are Brian Altano, Per Schneider, Guten Tag. and Zach Ryan. What's up? So, <laughs> coming up on Nintendo Voice Chat, this is our year-in-review show for Nintendo. 2016 was can be described as an awkward year, but we're going to be talking about software, we're going to be talking about hardware, we're going to be talking about Nintendo's mobile, how they expanded the brand, and this all-in experiment they had for E3, which you're mm. probably tired of hearing about, but we should talk about. But it seems like the consistent message for 2016 was... We're not ready to talk about NX yet. Of right. course, NX being the code name for what we now know as Nintendo Switch. Sure. Let's start this discussion on software. This was sort of a, a strange year because you had games like Fire Emblem Fates at the early part of the year, which were really smart. But then you had games like Metroid Prime Federation Force, which were not as smart, unfortunately. When you, so let's look at it. When well, you're talking software in, in 2016, I just want like a smash cut to just like a lone tumbleweed. Yeah. To, you know. well, I mean, no, that's not true. Yeah. 3DS still had a bunch of really good titles. It was an it, awesome right? year for like 3DS. Like Fire Emblem was good. Yeah. We had even like smaller games like Picross were really good. But I would say for Wii U, it was not the best of times and the worst of times. Like they, the even the great games were, you know, like Twilight Princess were a re-release yeah. mm-hmm. and then games like Paper Mario Star Fox were good but they all came with a little asterisk it's like it's good but it's not what you wanted right sure. like each one of those games on the Wii U felt like a, a slow year and off year there was no like new Zelda new, no new Mario no new big title to write yeah you. whereas 3DS had fun experiments like yes. Box Box yeah. Boy or uh, you liked Phoenix Wright Spirit of Justice that's yeah. not an experiment but, but uh, Pokemon Pocket, no, Pocket Card Jockey too. Pocket like, Card Jockey was Picross good 3D, Rhythm Heaven Megamix, which was a game I didn't think would come out here and was one of my favorites. It's it's sad that Wii U didn't have those. Yeah, it was kind of interesting. I mean, you. I think a few years ago we sort of realized what the Wii U was going to become. I, I you, you kind of understood like this is not going to take over the sales charts. This is not going to dominate. This is not going to be the best Nintendo console ever made. But it's going to have some hits consistently. And I think this was a year where it was sort of just like. Oh man, they really are focusing on the next thing. They're not being abrupt about it and not being vocal about it, but they're very clearly like, well, you get a Zelda port, you get a pretty safe Paper Mario, and you get this kind of mm-hmm. all over the place Star Fox, which some people like more than others. I wasn't, sure. I wasn't really crazy about. That but, was all right. Yeah, I think it's like I, I'm, I'm at the point now where my Wii U will always be a system that sits next to the other systems. You know, it would if it was the only system you own this year. Man, it was a bummer. Yeah. No, well, yeah, it depended definitely on what you were looking for, but you did have like Tokyo Mirage Sessions, yeah. which was a solid was a JRPG yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, you had Star Fox Guard, which was a more clever, I think, game than Star Fox Zero ended up mm-hmm. wanting to be. Um, you had also Pokken Tournament, which was part of this. That's one success story definitely to talk about was that Pokemon's 20th in 2016 was a really good thing. It yeah. was very well executed for the yeah. most part. I mean, you had a pair of virtual console releases. By the way, the 
only two Game Boy games released on Virtual Console on 3DS in 2016. Were those two? Were Pokemon Red and Pokemon Blue. You know who, Nothing thought, else you know who, the Pokemon, you know who felt that sting the most? This is me. I bought yeah. <laughs> every Game Boy game to come to 3DS because they were like $2.99 each. Yeah. And I love having just like this Virtual Console library of Game Boy games. I'm like, I'm on an airplane and I have like a huge library of Game Boy games and they just stopped coming. Same with the NES games. Like, it Yeah, was just, I don't think there was a single NES game released on 3DS Virtual Console but meanwhile, when you look over at Wii U, funny thing that happened was yeah you weren't getting a lot of box retail big games you ended up getting over 50 virtual console games like this is all just basic like wikipedia scrapes so we're still like sort of sifting through the data but i think the final number was 54 yeah and Pokemon some of them Snap were, were just re- launched today yeah like, just launched today no kidding. Yeah. so if you wanted the, the older games that you knew you definitely got those on wii u but you didn't get a lot of new games mm-hmm. which was this was sort of the thing yeah, and, and even vc like i feel like this this year was so odd because like you know a year ago we got games like mario kart that were high quality and basically said you know what second screen we realize it's not the big advantage right like right. let's move away from it smash brothers these games moved away from using that screen and then this this last year was 2016 was all about like well let's cram in a couple second screen features with paper mario yeah. right um and with star fox and i thought for both franchises that was actually the weak part yeah. and then virtual console was yeah. all over the place as you said Two Game Boy games, and then it was all Super NES, basically, right? On, on 3DS, on Wii U, yeah, you, you had like Zero Mission, yep. you had uh, Final Fantasy Tactics Advance, you yep. had, uh, I mean, the, the Drill Dozer, which is one of my favorite Game Freak games like ever made, showed up this year. I mean, there's plenty of stuff that I didn't but, play that's on this list. But if you looked at like just pattern and you're trying to figure out what was Nintendo's strategy with Virtual Console, like I, I can't come up with one other than let's hold back NES games because we got the NES, right. NES Classic coming or something like that. Yeah, you know? at yeah. least that's at least that's the situation on 3ds on on, mm-hmm. uh, on wii u there were actually a, a lot of nes games put out there uh adventures of bayou billy dig duck 2 but that's getting too into the weeds i think you are right though that you did see sort of this retreat from that second screen yeah. and what it can do even though they pegged everything on Star Fox yep. because they announced Star Fox when they still I mean for a lack of a better way to say it they announced when they it when still, they cared yeah, when, when they, they still were, really were trying it. to yeah. rally and support that system mm-hmm. and it ended up being what it was yeah I feel like a lot of the things Nintendo did this year were sort of like halfway there you know and maybe mm-hmm. they're growing maybe they're building um, Pokemon being the exception because I really think that like the way that all came together yeah. was sort of this magical synergistic zeitgeist of, of I've never seen this many people so exceptionally triumphant about a franchise at once um we didn't really hear a lot about the 3ds and then then the pokemon games came the 3ds and shattered records for yeah. that franchise yeah. which mm-hmm. is like they're kind of quiet and all of a sudden they're like here we are remember us we're killing it we're awesome uh, we, with were, this. we were here when that uh direct came on that that they announced that they were bringing the original pokemon games to 3ds and i remember there was a handful of people in the office that were just losing their yeah. minds yeah. screaming yeah. and crying yeah, yeah. red yeah. blue and yellow on on 3ds yeah. Yeah. yeah, and other games on 3DS definitely worth mentioning. Kirby Planet Robobot, probably Brian's my favorite, favorite game of the year. Yeah, that That's was true. my favorite Kirby game, I think, ever. Like, I, I, it's like, such I a great game. It's awesome. such a great game. I Another really one. love Robobot. Yeah, you had uh, Dragon Quest Seven finally also came good. out here. That was yep. from 2013, I yep. believe, in Japan. It was when mm-hmm. they got that game. That thing finally made Dragon its way here. coming next year. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Mega Man Legacy Collection showed up, although Legacy you have all the Mega yeah, Mans that, by then. But this was worth it, right? This is the... I feel like it's the third time that they've packaged these Mega Man games together in a, in a collection and put it out. Um, but this Legacy Collection went above and beyond. Like, it's yeah. a really, really great collection of Mega oh, Man games. It's awesome. And I was kind of surprised, and I'm sure we'll get to this later. <clears throat> 
But I was really surprised that only Mega Man 2 was on the NES Classic. Yeah. And maybe it's in part because of this Legacy Collection. Probably. That just yeah. Out, yeah. And Capcom, like, yeah. looking at that. No, but uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon, which we haven't talked about, but we've said a lot of things about. Um, there was another one on here that I did want to throw attention to, and I just lost my place. Oh, Mario Maker for 3DS. Oh, yeah. Which oh, yeah, yeah. This, That's here, a caveat here comes game. the, the yeah. caveat games, right? <laughs> the ones that you were like, man, when Mario Maker got announced, there were some folks who were like, I absolutely want this on 3DS. Mm-hmm. Why don't I have it? Well, you got one that was a good port in terms of making stages, but it wasn't in terms of sharing, sharing stages. stages yeah. And that was the that mm-hmm. was sort of the the mess up on that game, or, like or, the mistake. Or in really kind of selling you on what's unique about the 3DS and like, you know, whereas Smash Brothers, which came out at the same time, had kind of like a nod to the fact that it that was on a handheld system with like some unique elements in it and then replicated the experience to a T. Um this was more kind of like the light edition yeah. that came out later. And then yeah. that was a bummer. It it's it's a filler. Yeah, right? yeah, and I think we're going to see the same thing with Yoshi's Woolly World, which is sort of like a kind of drag and drop game. If they're taking something from the Wii U and putting it somewhere where people haven't played it or will play more of it, mm-hmm. um, which is interesting because I'm wondering how that's going to like sort of work into their strategy of we're seeing a lot of ports being announced or rumored for the Switch. Um, if they're double dipping on 3DS already, uh, how ha- much of the value is going right. to be there for Mario? Well, so far, Mario the ones Maker. we know about though are games that aren't on 3DS, right? Yeah. Like the Mario Kart 8 port sounds yep. to be like, or at least seems to be a Wii U game and not being mm-hmm. put on 3DS. Same thing with uh, Splatoon. Splatoon's yeah. not a 3DS game. But I think, I think something like Mario Maker, had they just like kind of stepped away from the 3DS entirely and brought it back for the, the Wii Switch. U. Or, or the Switch, yeah. Yeah, I think there would have been like this whole sort of... Sure. Um, well, it's like, Jose was just mentioning Mario Kart, but in that we uh, Now you got me doing it. In the Switch reveal trailer... Uh, <laughs> We saw Mario Kart, <laughs> and, but we saw it with variations, right? So it looks like maybe it's like Mario Kart 8 Plus yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And that's the kind of iterative thing that I'd like to see with something like a Mario Maker. Yeah. It doesn't yep. necessarily need to be an entirely new game, mm-hmm. but give me Mario Maker on the Switch with four or five absolutely necessary upgrades to it, and I'm more than willing to pay full price to play right, that But again. instead we got yeah. Mario Maker Minus. Yes, you know, exactly. Yeah. Like, which is, I, it's taking a, sure, it's sure. a game sure. stripping away but from it's, it. I wouldn't call it... Minus, I would say lesser than or equal to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 Yeah, right. I, I hope so. Um, <laughs> I hope some time elapses now, though, between you know this release and then Mario Maker on yeah. the Switch. I feel I, like I agree. one big thing they have to do now with Switch is tell people that it's not a 3DS, it's not a well, Wii U, and so already we're seeing kind of upgraded ports. I think that's a little yeah, worrisome. So we're that we're that definitely veering away from 2016, yeah, so I do want yeah. to drive you guys back. You can finish I, that I, point, yeah, though. I, I, I yeah. just wanted to say that I think that that means that we'll see uh, Mario Maker 2, and we'll see Yoshi's Woolly World 2, or whatever the next Yoshi sequel will be on Switch, as opposed to a, yeah. a juiced up yeah. port. Yeah, or Zelda Maker. Yeah, but, oh, but then finally, Please. like to, to kind of finish off that point about Virtual Console and 3DS suffering, like it wasn't just that those, you know, Pokemon Red, Pokemon Blue, and Yellow, by the way, were the only three games that you can get on every 3DS. Right. Everything else, at least that I've been able to track, was a Super Nintendo game, and the only place you got that game for 3DS Virtual Console was new, was new Nintendo 3DS. Yes. Right. And that's strange choice um, well, of I just think saying, that, hey, this is where we put these now. If you look at the times that they really celebrated and eventized a virtual console thing. You look at the, the 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 NES Classic Mini, and you look at the Pokemon games. When they launched, there was a big sort of like fanfare about that. Oh, yeah. They really just sort of like owned the fact that this is a big triumph in retro gaming. You grew up with this, you'll love it. Half of the other times you find out about these games is you get an email from Nintendo on Thursday morning, and at the bottom in a little whimper, it's like, oh, and also Balloon Fight. 
yeah, then you just yeah. go on with your day. I think like if they really no, not excited to play balloon. Fight. No, no one is. <laughs> but I think if they really leaned into the fact that like there is a great sort of nostalgia for these things and they made events out of them, people would look forward to well, them. Well, they did with with the uh, we're going to get to it, but NES Classic yeah, is exactly sure. what you're talking about. Yeah, for exa- two, that, for that's exactly it. Yeah. And I think that idea, like what's the idea that maybe they saved a lot of that retro reverie for the NES Classic? You know what I mean? Like obviously yeah. Pokemon was was packaged into the Pokemon 20th anniversary celebration, right? They wanted to make a big year-long event out of it, mm-hmm. and I think they were very successful in that. But then we also get, regardless of the yeah. releases that, that you're talking about on Super Nintendo, you get a game like Earthbound, which is one of the greatest RPGs ever made, coming to Virtual Console this year, and was on relatively... 3DS. Yeah, on yeah. 3DS. Yeah. And was relatively, like, less celebrated, you know? It was like, yeah. oh, also, we're throwing in Earthbound in there, well, so... You know, like, I like we just worked PSX, and the way Sony handled sort of franchises like Crash Bandicoot Parappa. and Parappa, yeah. big, huge things. They've got characters walking around the show floor. Obviously, Nintendo doesn't have its own convention, but even, like, Windjammers got a, uh, got a part of it, and, like, yeah, that's, that's a right. retro game. Yeah. I think sure. Nintendo has sure. infinitely better retro games than Windjammers, mm-hmm. for the most Absolutely. part. Absolutely, but I do think that the situation of... 3DS Virtual Console drying up. I don't know if it was a symptom of the NES Classic. Like mm-hmm. I see you it as more. So? I see it as more of. It may have been the games worth releasing. We've done. I mean, think yeah. about it for a second. This system has been out for five plus True. years I know. now. Yeah. Like, at what point do you do you? And, do I don't you know. Run but look, out of licenses. Again, look at the 3DS releases, though. You have a list that is like you have one page of Super NES releases, and like yeah. I'm not complaining about getting like some of these great games, right? Like you Final no, I'm, Fight. I'm only talking about the NES part of this. I'm not but, talking about but, the wider. But what I, you're talking I do about, feel I like it's. Cons- Conspicuously absent. Like yeah. I can, we can find more NES games to release sure. if they wanted to take but a more balanced good? approach. Are pe- do people care? Uh, like not everyone not cares about some of those. And maybe we're <laughs> yeah. we're getting into the weeds on this one. But I feel like if they did run out, that's fine. Or if you're throwing that attention towards getting Virtual Console right on Switch, that sounds like a more believable reason to me than we didn't know what to do. I mean, I think even like having like one or two new virtual console games a week across all of their platforms and making a big celebration out of them, like cutting their own trailers for them, putting hey, them on the YouTube Hey, it's Urban page. Champion again. Or bringing yeah. back the original commercials. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Awesome. Like do yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. 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 It, it yeah, definitely totally. was an afterthought. And maybe yeah. maybe the, sell, the sales on the virtual console games weren't that good anymore, so it didn't warrant that much of a push. And, you know, we sure. should be thankful that we still got those games. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. also, yeah. I mean... Regardless of what the virtual console space looked like, it was such a strong year for the 3DS. Maybe they yep. didn't necessarily need to devote so much time to mm-hmm. yep, virtual yep, console yep, releases totally. this year. So just to round out software, because we got to move on to hardware. Uh, DLC-wise, we started the year off with Corn and Bayonetta DLC and Smash Brothers. And that's yep. strong to me, right? You're oh, wow. finishing off I can't with, believe that was this year. Yeah, yeah. That was this <laughs> Feels like a year. Ago, yeah. February of this year. You got like that for Wii U and 3DS. And those Amigo got, uh, are great. Yeah. Uh, well, they haven't put those I on know. yet. <laughs> I see what you did there. Um, still no sign of Corn. Yeah, the watch started from that moment. On. Win or, uh, I cannot believe that. That's not done yet. That's I, I, I will when they announce the Switch port God. and they show you both figures. I mean, That's we know right. the Bayonetta one's getting made. So yeah, from yeah, yeah. we've seen pictures of picture, it. Right? Yeah. It takes a very long time to make a little plastic yeah. toy. Or, or you want to whittle it down from an even bigger plastic It has so much hair. you got to promote <laughs> it with a game. Uh, so Fire Emblem <laughs> Fates uh, had additional campaigns that you can download and there were battle maps, whether you cared or not. Super Mario Maker continued to get support and you had uh, a Super Expert mode added to the 100 Mario Challenge. You had Thwomps and skewers and keys and all kinds of stuff in March. Um, and then from there, you had an Animal Crossing update that no one expected. Yeah. That, that pulled was so some cool. folks yeah, back nice in, surprise. like yeah. hardcore, and others not as much. Like, if you pair, you definitely didn't like it because you, you moved well, on. I didn't like oh, it. Oh, you totally did not like it. Oh, We've gone through like, this. I was thankful for a free update, but I'm like, 
I don't know. I need see. I need. I need a reason for everything. I need to understand the universe, and like it just didn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Like if a mobile game had come out at the same time, I'm like ah. And that's maybe what they wanted. Course. But when we <laughs> get to mobile, things uh-huh. uh, definitely went but, differently. So, but you brought. I mean, DLC wise, like Fire Emblem Fates was such an interesting game to me in that they released three campaigns basically at the same time. Like I would have expected something like Conquest to follow six months in. Like mm-hmm. when we're all done with the two big sure. campaigns, it's not mm-hmm. like there wasn't enough Fire Emblem to play. But instead, right. they're just like, like Take they it put all. it all out at once, which was, uh, which was pretty crazy, you know? Yeah. I wonder if that was a matter of them wanting to move that team onto something else immediately, and the yeah. audience was sort of Fire just like... switch? Yeah. Oh, yeah, say that. Like, how that's, excited, that's would, we have, how excited would we have been if, like, in later in the summer, you would have gotten a third campaign to Fire Emblem? Sure. sure. Right? That would have yeah. been really awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would have been a really smart move. Yeah, yeah. Um, not that this didn't work out, though, right? No, because no. it definitely was a lot to play. So then let's transition over to hardware. Uh, let's do it. So we had Amiibo. We had a Shovel Knight Amiibo uh, oh. come out at the beginning that of the year. That was this year? That yeah. was this year. I love that. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. We had a, a, a new Splatoon wave, a Kirby wave, a Super Mario second wave of the Super Mario series, sorry, and a 30th anniversary Zelda line, which yeah, eventually which came awesome. to the forefront. There was a Breath of the Wild set announced, but that game's not out, so we don't have that, yep. and we're sad. Um, but Amiibo continued to, to move forward and continued to be presented as part of the Nintendo software experience, despite them not finding the best ways to utilize them yet, because that's something we've debated constantly on this show. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've, I bought a few Amiibo this year. I haven't scanned an Amiibo since last year. Yeah. I don't think there's been a reason to just um, animal crossing yeah i think that was just it actually update, yeah. that was it mm-hmm. i think i scanned the zelda one once to see if it, it would have got and it, it was when i told you that you, that wolf will move into your town your eyes lit up. i'm very happy about that, that wolf living in my town <laughs> i scanned a few in picross oh that's right you yeah. can do that. oh i did too mm-hmm. you're right yeah okay, okay. good that's point cool. um so now we have more hardware or hardware shortages and hardware uh supply Ooh, constraints baby. So first yeah, big one. It was one. hard first, to find the Wii U. First big miss. <laughs> it was not Wii U. Craigslist. It was uh, Pokemon <laughs> Go Plus, which was initially delayed outside of when it was supposed to be announced. Yep. And that delay made it sound like we needed to put, uh, we need to get the software right. So that's yep. not there. And by the way, Pokemon Go, for everything that it was, was great about it was a, a, uh, sort of an on fire app when you got it because it was barely like sort of holding together from not just users but <laughs> from like construction and how it was made um but pokemon go plus shortages were a problem then actually let's Where's let's yours? finish that point uh, oh it's in my pocket nice. somewhere yeah, yeah i usually yeah. have one on me you have yours on you know yeah. no uh-uh. but i noticed jose was wearing one yesterday okay. yeah. Yeah. plus to me was an example of mismanagement of the development schedule like mm. if that had come out on day one at a decent supply and like don't get me that you couldn't predict that lots of people would play Pokemon Go. Oh yeah. Right? Like this is the first Pokemon Go po- Pokemon game on mobile. You knew that was gonna no get could a lot you, of people. I, mean, could you, I was no gonna say could you have predicted no, that it would be that not. big a success? No. That was a runaway success. It, it, was yeah. a, it was a monster but I would have pegged it to be as big as Super Mario Run or something like that. Sure. And like the fact that that Plus was not there at launch was it, it's gotta be one of the biggest mistakes in Nintendo's hardware history. But here it is. Even if it wasn't at launch when you did release it in September um, maybe have enough and I think that's the thing that we're going to get into with the next uh, piece of hardware that was announced. The NES Classic which was, I mean, when was the last time a product like this got announced whether it was Atari, Sega Genesis what have you, that so many people on the internet lit up and went nuts over the idea of having (laughs) that thing that was the NES Classic Edition and then that came out 
and we find out that you know, jokingly, fifteen were made. Yeah, uh, for the whole yeah, country. Yeah, what was the number that they ended up shipping? It was like one hundred ninety thousand or something. Um, so hold on, that came out, but before that, you couldn't pre-order it. Nope. You couldn't buy it anywhere. Part of the you couldn't like there was no there was not there was no anything for that. And, and Pokemon I, Go suffered from Go Plus suffered from a similar pre-order. Yeah. Where and when and how can I get it? Yeah, Sorry. but and then, then you gone. got them pretty quickly. Like Go I've, uh, with um, with Plus, it, it, there weren't that many though. It, but it was like the same a couple, problem. A couple of weeks in, I had no problem finding a couple for my family. I still can't get an NES Classic. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been weeks, right? I had two. We had a day here at IGN where Amazon announced that they were doing pre-orders or, or you could actually buy it for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't even pre-orders because I think it was out already. It just yeah, it disappeared yeah, it was, so it fast. I missed it. And we Tuesday. all went and refreshed the page. It was like 10 of us sitting in the office at the same time. There's, the yeah. website crashed. Uh, Taiwanese <laughs> spam bots bought them all or something insane yeah. like that. And then they was gone. There's and, rarely been an event like that in the office yeah. where, it, I mean, it happens a lot where we're all watching the same thing or, or you know, t- like say any three press conference or something. But never have I seen <laughs> the office standing up and shouting across the room like, there might be five on Amazon. Get over here <laughs> yeah, on Amazon. Yeah, Look at Target.com. Yeah. And Next none time, of us got tell one. Me. None of Don't us got tell one. The office. You sit in the I office. I should have told you. You sit right there. You <laughs> should have quietly whispered it. I, I uh, tried. Uh, me, uh, there, was, there was a week where Walmart was doing them every day at 2 p.m. 2 p.m. Missed it every single time yeah, yep. or, or didn't luck sure. out. I, they were going for $250 on eBay, insane yeah. amounts of money. Yeah. I randomly at like 7 o'clock in the morning, I'm always up early and so is Andrew Goldfarb. I got a text from him and he's like, and he, just classics. Doesn't he doesn't sleep. Yeah. He's like, they're on Amazon Prime now, right now, which is the service in select cities where they'll deliver to you yeah, in I got one hours. from my sister that way. You yeah. go, did you know? No, so one? I got one. Okay. And I ended up bringing it home for Christmas and plugging in my TV and playing with my brothers who don't play video games yeah. and they completely reconnected with Nintendo. They, they stayed up all night like drinking and playing Punch Out and playing Mario and Zelda. Yeah. And it's like that is what they need. Like that should have been everywhere. That should have been on every end cap and every yeah. target and Walgreens and Walmart. And sure. they, I think they missed it. So here's what bugs me the most. Um, the pre-order thing was definitely part of it. I completely agree that that was an issue. I think what bothers me is that let's say in the hypothetical world Nintendo lives in, they had their order situation figured out before they, they basically fired off. Hey, we're making this. Oh, yeah. that and has it's coming to be the out case. In September. Yeah. Okay. That, that's yeah. the case with the manufacturer. If you, based on your metrics, you thought this was enough, and then you hit, you hit fire on that press release, it went out, the entire internet lit up saying, we want one, and I don't think anyone at Nintendo said, change the order, increase the number, we right. need to now get a meet second this round demand in, yeah. and yeah. get more production well, out totally. of this. We don't know that, though. We, they may have been at capacity, and like maybe they have, you know, like they have certain suppliers, like Foxconn, like where they manufacture or these maybe devices. They're, they're developing Switch, and which they is another have, thing that they're and, trying to get out the door. Yeah, and they're cranking out Switch components and all that. Remember, they gotta, they got to make machines and add-ons and everything, right? And they just couldn't raise the order. But like, if it's it's a bad excuse. Like there is a way to get ahead of that to find another manufacturer to find another partner yeah, and, that, and that, manufacture and that's my enough. Overall point. And they didn't. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. They didn't move on that. And it was rarely is it this apparent. Like Tickle Me Elmo is like the great example of a toy that is so popular that people go nuts getting it for Christmas. NES Classic was approaching that, and it yeah. was very apparent. Yeah. But it's interesting yeah. to me only because I've never seen excitement around a retro device like this. Yeah. I've never. Yeah. I, I mean, have you? Tamago- like, has anyone here? Tamagotchi. Like, like the, the kind of like that was a very simple video game device I that just, everybody wanted, right? Yeah, and I say that only because I think it was easy to underestimate. But once you saw the reaction, that's when it was your time to act and try yeah. to make yeah. this happen. Right. This is this is going to anger a lot of people probably, but I think that in an age when Nintendo is 
looking for their footing with gamers again that plan scarcity in small amounts is probably not a bad idea like no are all press is good press and the idea that that gaming websites are plastering headlines that say like nobody can find a super or an nes classic it's sold out everywhere because it's so great i mean that's not a bad idea it's, it's not bad press to it's, have, it's a good idea when you sold two million units yes but i like, was about to say but yeah. you sold over a hundred thousand and that thing would have gone over yeah. a million but, but, easily but right? here's the thing like the the uh sort of what's getting passed around is common knowledge that people will then lose interest and not buy this thing, I think is complete like manure. Like, I'm sorry. That didn't uh, happen I our, very own, yeah. our very I own CJ Gibson is still every, going to a yeah, store every morning to try and find Everyone who was upset they couldn't find it is still going to every website. Maybe not every day, but in their off chance, we were doing this with Amiibo a year ago. Where yeah. We were like, where can you get it? When can you get it? We were texting each other in the middle of the night trying to find some of this stuff. <laughs> Regrettably, <dudes. laughs> I feel I feel silly now. Yeah. But uh, at the time, that it's it's just like oh, you, you still want to have it. Because we, how many because times. we learned from our mistakes. We didn't. Because they didn't. Mm. No. Like, that's my thing. Like, six months later, they tweeted out, like, oh, we're going to make these easier to get. No, but, but the idea easier. that people are, oh, well, I gave up. I'm not buying this. I don't think that's necessarily I, I, true. I did so, until Goldfarb was like, here's this thing. So my friend on. made me a Raspberry Pi, and I'm like, well, that'll work. So I think I think for us, for people who really love the nostalgia and want to kind of reclaim this piece from our childhood in mini form, that's when so we ourselves were mini, um, <laughs> I think we were, we were okay to go back in March and say, like, oh, finally, I can get this game. But I do think, like, the family angle is broken. Right. Like, yeah, people that, who wanted it for kids because they heard this is the hot toy sure. for Christmas may not buy it in January But when that family walks in in Target, you can't tell me that there's not a chance they don't end up buying it when they find it. When they go, oh, there it is. Okay, no, no, we're no, gonna no, I'm not saying that at all, but there is a, you can derail a product By the way, like I'm that. not saying this is right. It, I think this was a huge miss in 2016. This was one of the biggest things that was a way to reconnect with gamers, and, that was a way to expand that brand and sort of get people's attention yeah. again, and they missed it. And there's yeah. one additional factor, and that's Nintendo has new hardware coming out in March. Mm. And the last thing it wants is for people to go into Target and go like, maybe I'll get the cheaper Nintendo. They right. don't want that. That th- like the fourth quarter of the year was the time to shine for the NES Classic, and it totally and utterly botched well, that and, launch. And I will say this didn't actually, in in my opinion, it didn't really sort of like revitalize. I mean, I've always had an, an adoration and excitement for Nintendo, but it didn't really revitalize that in the same way. What it reminded me of, and what me it, it still instilled fear in me is that in March when the Switch comes <laughs> out, I won't be able to get one. Well, the, the experience yeah. was. This, with this was so difficult that I'm like maybe between Amiibo and this like they just don't know how to ship a product and I mean I have it, to happened with, it happened with the Wii and yeah. the Wii launched yeah. I mean I, we were, were already hearing reports that, that Nintendo is is putting out statements saying like hey we don't two know two million yeah, fiscal year yeah two we, million in the fiscal year so yeah. that's we That's was not a monster. We we was a monster, yeah. and like I, I don't. Yeah, like I thought worldwide, that was worldwide. just in the states. No, no, so no, no. Yeah. no. That but, is worldwide, two million. That's but not we great. Use, but we see, use, for it, example, it, not hard to get, right? No, like, but also, and we've talked about this before. It depends on when, and we're going to get to that later in the sure, show. Sure. Like when will this thing get launched? But we can't fit. We can't end the hardware discussion without talking about the most important, the the elephant that was in the room the entire year finally came forward, which was the Nintendo 2DS is now called Nintendo. Nintendo Switch, and that was a a big moment for them, one that we're going to be talking about for a while for a couple of reasons. I mean, one, because it generated a ton of excitement. I mean, I think to date... 21 million views on YouTube yeah. just on the North American trailer alone. <laughs> See, that's the thing that I Two still... Two million systems worldwide. <laughs> that's, the thing, that's the thing that I still love about Nintendo is that they're sort of like the, the radio head of the games industry. You know, they, they don't like have that. to tell people what they're working on. They don't have to tell people when they're going to hear about it. They can contact... 
the entire game's press the day before and say, by the way, that system that you've been asking about for a year and a half, we're going to show you tomorrow. Yeah. And it's like, well, okay. And I it's hard as hell to get tickets unless yeah. you go on Craigslist. But it's, 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 it's nostalgia, right? It's right. like with Marvel, if Marvel has a bad movie, like let's say somebody makes a bad Spider-Man movie, the next movie if, hypothetically. Yeah. <laughs> say, hypothetically. But then the next movie can still clean up, right? Like sure. these franchises we that, that Nintendo has published over the years, we love them. And even when there's a, a bad Metroid game for the 3DS, we're all going to be back for you. the next one. And sure. with Switch, I mean, they came out. The reveal trailer was really well done. The system in it looked good. They had a couple of, like, nuggets of, oh, my God, is that a new is Mario, that a new Mario game? game? Right? Like, Mario hey, card? Zelda yeah. is going to run on the small screen. That's pretty freaking cool. Like Skyrim? I, what? I, I thought they played this exactly right. I liked the way they did it. Oh, you we, know, we called Jose, it. Jose actually predicted it. He said they're going to do something smaller in December, and then they're going to follow up with, like, bigger details next year. And, like, that's exactly what they're doing. And I think it worked wonderfully well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. I, I, my only problem with it is that the gap between when they showed it and when they finally have something to say about it, I think could undo some of that goodwill, especially if the things they have to say are not great. Yep. Now, we can't call that because obviously it's next week when we're going to talk about that later. Uh, but I hope that in getting that one part of your message right, the, the follow through is going to be equally as strong. You're going to answer all the questions and people are going to leave saying, yes, this is a cool thing or this is a dud, which is, it's one or the other. There's no in between with this yeah. thing. Like that's just it. So I think the, the, you know, never underestimate the factor of seeing something on a small display, right? Yeah. Like yeah, we you put something it. on yeah. a giant screen, it's going to get blurrier and blown out. You put something on a tight little display, it's going to look good. And I think that's going to be the message from journalists and people get to try this thing finally. They're like, oh, it looked really cool on the screen. But when I held it, it felt like a really high quality device, like something you'd expect from Apple. Mark my word, it's going to happen. Yeah. And then everybody says, you know how great Zelda looks on that screen? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's going to be the takeaway, and I think it's going to create a lot of excitement. Yeah. And then we don't know what games will be there, right? Like, if we get to play a Mario game and everybody's going to be enamored with it. Like, I mean, even if take Galaxy. <sighs> Galaxy 1, put it on a small screen like that, it's going to look like yeah. a million yeah. bucks. Mm-hmm. If Jose goes to New York next week and gets to play a brand new 3D Mario game, and I'm not there. I'm going to be very, very angry. That's a warning. <laughs> I'm going to be very angry. <laughs> if you don't I have a feeling that's going to after that event, uh, know that Zach hid the body. Yeah. Um, so, um, <laughs> Welcome to NBC. I'm your host. <laughs> <laughs> yep. uh, all right. So uh, I'm ready to move forward to mobile if you guys are. Is there anything sure. left to sort of go with there? Mobile, like the Nintendo all Switch. Right. So let's talk about Nintendo Mobile because this was the first year that we saw um, what Nintendo set up the year before in yeah, terms yep. of the deal with DNA and we're making mobile games, we're going to put uh, out smartphone product and uh, coincidentally, Pokemon Company said, me too, because they had a, a little app that won't stop printing money uh, in 2016, hmm. but it kicked off with Mitomo. So first of all, t- before I even kick off with what it was about, this all felt like, and you and I were talking about this about lunch the, at lunch the other day, experiments. Mm-hmm. Each game had its own experiment. Yep. Mitomo, free to, well, it's not a game, but free-to-play social network that was polished, charming, unfortunately not the most interesting social network in the world. It didn't last, um, yeah. Or, or yeah. an interesting hook to it mm-hmm. that made you want to keep coming back, but still something that, okay, here's a free-to-play thing. Here is like $80 microtransactions embedded in there that you can find if you're a whale and you want to go for that stuff. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to stop you. Um, then in July, you saw Pokemon Go, which wasn't part of Nintendo's smartphone plan, which used to be five games, which completely took the world by storm with zero marketing dollars pretty much behind it, like or not a ton well, of marketing they, they, they money spent behind it. Yeah. They spent some, but 
that they that didn't commercial spend that much. didn't come cheap. Yeah, but or the Super Bowl airtime didn't come mm-hmm. cheap. But if you look at you know Nintendo's last quarter financials, 115 million was made. That was Nintendo's of, cut. Yeah, that yeah. was that Nintendo's Pokemon cut. company. Yeah, right? sorry, we just like, we just had a moment there. Um, I'm getting the Super Mario run, but I mean, then we had Mario run a ten dollar quality top Nintendo IP yep. that cost more than anything they put yeah. out or hmm. most things on the app store, yeah. but had the biggest marketing push from Apple I've ever seen. Yeah. Which yeah. I had a few problems with this game, the always online stuff, the like sort of lack of levels. This game went on to be my favorite mobile game ever made. I wow. have probably put really? 17 hours into this game. Uh, I yeah. don't know what I, happened. It just kind of clicked at some point. I love Super Mario Run. Me too. Like, Me too. I really, and I'm not a guy, I don't play mobile games. Yeah. I've, I've spent... $20 on Final Fantasy 9 on mobile thinking like this will be the game that gets me to to really take gaming seriously on mobile and just Doesn't it never it. sticks and I've played like not ne- not necessarily 17 hours but I've played a ton of Mario mm-hmm. Run and it is so so great. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm, I'm going for every coin. I'm playing Toad Rally to unlock all the stuff in the Mushroom Kingdom that I don't need because yeah. there's that sort of collectible aspect to it. Yeah. I think I have like almost 8,000 coins in Toad Rally. <laughs> like it's insane. That's really scary. Um, yeah. I thought that the, the connectivity between that and um my nintendo was pretty smart mm-hmm. uh just like getting little unlocks and stuff sure. um something interesting happened about this game i went to play new super mario brothers 2 the other day on my 3ds because i had it and my uh, i was flying and super mario run doesn't work on airplanes sure unless uh, you pay for the wi-fi, you pay for wi-fi. Yeah, which and is not a good thing to do that game has a mode called coin rush which yeah. is very similar to toad, toad rally. rally and i went to play it and i was like this is really slow, and Mario doesn't climb up on the ledges like automatically. He should, uh, yeah. It's just not as fast as I want it to be. And huh. I was like, "Did Mario run break to Mario for me? Kill. Like, <laughs> what? That's a pro- that's going to be a big problem. If I go to play the next 2D Mario game, and I'm like, this doesn't feel as good as Mario Run, then I think they did something special here, and also a little crazy. Yeah. But um, I'm hooked on this game. I love it. I think the the price tag's a problem for people because you're not going to see the same sort of longevity that you do on other mobile games, like Clash of Cl- uh, King Girl. Those games they make a million dollars a day, right? Oh, Clash of Clan yeah. Kingdoms, Clash of Clan Kingdoms. Um, but this game, it's a ten dollar buy. And that's it. I'm sorry, I don't know how to recover from that. There's no, no other way to Clash give this Royale. game money. Clash Royale is one of my favorite mobile games this year, and I, I agree with you. Like in terms of my experience with mobile, is similar to yours. I always have high hopes for mobile, but I rarely find games that hold me for very long. Yeah. I was very surprised and then smitten by how Mario Run kind of was able to occupy a lot of my time. I do think the the always online thing was a mistake. Yeah, I still yeah. feel like it was definitely something that needs to get patched out or changed over time. Yeah. Just like you're going to see that $10 eventually come down. Yeah, I don't think yeah. Nintendo's going to approach mobile and say it's $10 for life. Maybe when Mario Switch comes out, it goes down to 6 bucks. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it goes down to 7 bu- I, I or something like that. See, I play a lot of mobile games actually. Uh-huh. And and you know, I I did I did really like Super Mario Run. I th- I thought it was really well done and i feel like this is a great franchise that coexists with classic mario and it is it does feel it's stressful man like when you miss a coin you don't get the same kind of chance to go back obviously you can do the bubble but you don't get that same chance to go back and do it perfectly like in the classic game so it does it is a very different experience but i found that also I found myself going back to other mobile games and playing them instead of Mario Run because sometimes I don't want that like full attention uh, rush. I want something that's a little bit more relaxing, a little bit more casual. Mm -hmm. And like, even though Nintendo tried to highlight that casualness with the single, the one handed play, it is a pretty damn intense game and it's difficult if you want to get all the coins. This is the hardest Mario game ever made. It's it's kind of quiet because you can finish it in 
an hour. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I beat the game. No, you didn't. Like, if you go back and you get the extra coins. Also, Toad Rally, like, it adds something that I've never really seen from this franchise before, which is racing against people online all over the world. Like, I'll see somebody with more Toads than me, and I'm like, I got to take that guy down. Um, Having ghost races in a a 2D Mario game is brilliant. And it's I think there's a lot of great ideas here that I hope they they bring into their their next. Does it send you notifications? No. So th- th- I just want to highlight that. I don't like, let anything send me but, no, but, but when Nintendo launched on mobile, I feel like almost like, you know DNA knows this stuff. And they probably said, hey, here's what you got to do on mobile. And right. I feel like Nintendo was was a little bit, like they didn't fully embrace the platform to say a $10 model is going to piss off a lot of people. The way it's done, right? Like I'm a, I'm, I'm a father of three kids. When I buy a mobile game, everybody gets to play it on their own phones because yeah. there's family sharing. Sure. Not with this game oh, because Mario, it's an yeah. unlock yeah. that you have to pay inside the game, right? right. Uh, you have that. So you have that high price point. You have a weird notification structure that could, it could be the most addictive thing ever if like a week after you played the first four levels, it said, now four new levels available. Yeah. And like, yeah, sure they could be a buck or whatever but like just to get the audience to come back and then finally the always on like the the need to be connected for no other reasons but drm sure i feel like those are three big mistakes um that i think after this game they're going to learn from them learn from it they're not going to replicate it for yeah. fire emblem or animal no crossing. definitely yeah. and i think that's uh, part yeah. of all the lessons that needed to be learned um and i do think i mean i think one thing that i would like to see them do with this game to maybe round out mobile is right now the conversation is ten dollars is too much yep. uh the free version is not enough um, <laughs> i got i, got I totally got my money back i, I completely i don't disagree. think it's too much yeah. i think ten dollars at once the way they played it is yeah. well yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think um, that, that Content is there. It's the a good craziest game. thing. The craziest thing about this game to me is, is you know, we knew we were going to get a Mario Endless Runner. I don't think what I anticipated anyway was that how how much like Mario it would feel yeah. like. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so for me, ten dollars for a full brand new Mario game, like I'm more than willing to. Oh yeah, yeah. especially yeah. one I have in my pocket everywhere. Yeah. Like I think that like we're, there's people are going to have a lot of problems with this game, and they already do. And people, investors, and business people are going to be looking at it for years. What went right? What went wrong? This game has nailed platforming on a touchscreen like no iOS yeah. or Android game ever has before. And you do it vertically and you do it with one well, hand. I, I think like, that's Rayman, debatable. I mean, there's yeah, Jetpack the Joyride, yeah. there's Rayman. Jetpack Joyride's not a platformer, though. It's not. It's a it fly nailed the, But it definitely nailed the feel of a good jump, I think. Yeah. There was also, a, what was the first big hit on on uh, on iOS? Cannibalt yeah. is one of my yeah. favorite, like, Endless Runner ideas. But I hear what you're saying. Like, and I love of, Rayman Run, but I'll, yeah. like, I'll, be, I'll be completely honest. Like, that game, about halfway through, starts introducing sort of, like, two or three button mechanics, like punching and spinning and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And it starts to get difficult and starts to lose, it, lose its way. Right. This game is completely focused in its control. I, I, I agree with you. I think the, it's really good, good stuff. Yeah. But I don't mm-hmm. think Mario Run's right. done. I don't think that... 20, I think 2017 is going to surprise people because you're going to get, first of all, you're getting your Android bump when that thing comes out on Android. Yeah. It's already shown up on the shop as you can get a notification for this. But I wonder if internally at Nintendo there is the conversation of, we made this big deal out of $10, one price, you don't have to pay any more. Why not throw some extra levels at it? Yeah, Why not I'd try and generate that buzz yeah, absolutely. again? I would Maybe buy the not heartbeat. sell them. Maybe just put them out for free. What if they gave you an extra world and we're like, hey, this yeah. is part of a, you Honestly, know, that here's, seems, here's a push that seems a more in line. That seems oh. more in line with their messaging to just show up one day and say, guess what? Here's four more levels. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, well, and, people yeah, will yeah, get them world. first. I mean, there, there are lots of different models they can take, but you can see it in the in the ratings, right? Like a lot of people are giving this game one-star reviews and it's for a quality experience. Like you can't play this game and say it's not a quality experience. Yeah. For a quality experience, 
since the rating it's got in the app store is really low. Yeah. And that's because the reviews are one star saying, I can't believe this is 10 bucks, yeah. right? Whereas like people who played these games on handhelds and consoles go in and say, this is great, it's good value for 10 bucks. Sure. People who play mobile games say it's not. Yeah, and so sure, sure. you got you got to like, you got to, as a company like Nintendo, you got to appreciate that. You got to know the platform. We know why they did it, right? They don't want to devalue the Mario brand and right. say you can get a $1 Mario game. Like, that's not in their best interest. But still, you got to play it to the platform in sure, the right way. Sure. So, Per, I wanted to ask you, are your kids interested in Mario Run? They, they, uh, my daughter liked it for a while, but uh, uh-huh. not that much. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. But, but they also live in a house where they can play sure. everything. And they're, yeah. the boys are more into Steam and PC games. Than yeah. I got to check in on my yeah. nephew because I got it for him when I was, when yeah. I was visiting for Christmas, see if he's still with it. And I <laughs> bought it for my sister too. How does your niece like she's it? a non, she's a non gamer. My sister 100% of the way. Like we grew up playing games together, but she definitely doesn't, I think, keep up with it as much. Mm-hmm. I'm going to check in and see if she uh, enjoyed it or not I, just I, to see where she's gone with that. Yeah. I, I think, I mean, family sharing definitely stands in the way i yeah. think of a lot yeah. of siblings playing the game yeah because there's yeah. no alternate accounts either it's mm-hmm. you know, so all right uh, one, one quick thing before yeah, sure. before we move on from super mario run was one of my favorite moments all year uh 2016 at ign was jose coming over to me to show me super mario run on that giant oh, ipad oh, the ipad pro yeah, yeah. That was he came over and he's like look at this thing and he's holding it like <laughs> finally a phone for my size it was so funny that was a really good yeah. i was trying to get something done with that but we yeah. ended up not taking off i feel like we didn't say enough about pokemon go but i feel like the year was so full of talking about pokemon go that maybe we I, don't have to spend a ton of time here i think just real quick i think that yeah. that phenomenon is is something that's sort of bandied about in our industry like a lot of people use that term to describe when things are a hit uh this is a legitimate phenomenon to me like when it's gonna be remembered yeah uh, absolutely yeah Yeah. yeah. people that i know that that have never played a video game or haven't played a video game in 20 years since maybe the last time they played the original pokemon spent hours and hours wandering the city trying to find and I'm and, and hanging out with hardcore Pokemon yeah. players too. Like to bring those two worlds together yeah. is is a triumph. Well, and I'm meeting people on the street just yeah. randomly playing this game is something I've never experienced. Do you think they can bring that back again? Do you think it's a phenomenon know. that no. happens so, once? Because I feel, do you like think it's that were, I feel like a lot of people that I feel like a lot of people that were on that phenomenon, like like that were so into it fell off of it just as quickly and it's one of those things that it's like well I, I spent my time with it I caught 103 unique Pokemon and I don't yeah. really need to go back I to th- that I so do, then yeah. that means that Pokemon Go 2 I don't know that there's an appeal for that to those see but I do think it depends and I do think that this game has quietly gotten updates that have first of all made it way more stable because when it came out oh, yeah, I was, was logging into my Google yeah. account and getting two step notification freaking text messages more yep. than any time ever but in October Thanksgiving and the holidays there were three different very specific promotions that they went for plus new pokemon especially in december Mm -hmm. that i feel is just them testing the waters getting that audience back andrew who has moved on andrew goldfarb our news editor who moved on Mm -hmm. from this game said i'm done i caught all the ones that could be caught and that's all i wanted to do the minute togepi and those uh, those pokemon showed up right back in again and i think there are a lot more people like him yeah he's not alone look in the app store Store rankings (laughs) that game is right at the top it is one of the high most highly played games i think it's gonna have legs like yes the original kind of early adopter audience like the pokemon hardcore fans have moved on but just like with a game like Candy Crush where like six months later you still find somebody who goes like this is great I haven't heard of this before yeah. you will get there with Pokemon yeah. right. so I'm hiding the answer although I think Pear knows it but let's talk about Nintendo know. Direct let's, let's transition um, so Nintendo Direct in 2015 uh, was a slightly different beast and I want to set the rules here I'm talking about Nintendo Direct I'm not talking about your E3 live sh- 
show and you're we haven't even talked about E3 and Zelda yet, which we'll get to, um, obviously. But how many actually you're not allowed to answer how many Nintendo Directs happened in 2015? I'm talking about straight directs, not franchise specific. Not okay in 2016. Put your hand down. (laughs) Oh, yeah, six. You think six? What do you think? 22. That's a lie. No, <laughs> you I don't know. I thought, right thing, thought, like you get above I thought right. Pear was doing these. No, I, it, realistically, I would say 12. There were only two. What? Are you kidding? March 3rd, 2016. So here's the list of, of directs. And I'm only talking about Nintendo Direct, like classic Nintendo Direct. There were only two. There was March 3rd, and then there was, uh, where'd it go? Uh, I thought September. September 1st, the Nintendo 3DS one. Outside of that, we had a Pokemon Direct, which was really just an announcement for Sun and Moon, but it still counts. It, it's, the franchise-specific ones I don't count because they drill down to one franchise, and therefore they're not this big, wide sweeping update like kind of Nintendo deal. Nintendo brand building um, yeah. bigger events. Yeah. Uh, Japan had more than us. Japan had, uh, obviously the Pokemon D- Direct, they had, uh, well we had an Animal Crossing Direct, same as them, so those are the two franchise specific ones, but then there was a Cold Sep Revolution Direct for Japan only. Uh, there was a Monster Hunter Direct that? for Monster Hunter Stories yeah. in Japan, which was a huge deal in October. <laughs> and then, um, or, or next Monster Hunter, I'm not even sure what was talked about that thing. And then Miitopia, which was this sort of holiday game they put out in Japan that's not out here yet, but it looks wacky, zany, and cool and will probably come out on 3DS next year. Mm. Guess how many were, in tw- were held in 2015? You don't know the answer to this, so you can jump in. In 2015? In 2015, the year before, how many Nintendo Directs were there? 12? <laughs> 10. <clears throat> Six. I, I don't know, 12. Let's go one a month. <laughs> four. Uh, there were four on. in 2015. Ah, that's not bad. Um, so it wasn't as many. It but, wasn't but, a huge okay. drop off. Just wanted to put that out. Uh, there were more franchise specific ones. Like last year, we had several Smash Directs, I believe. Yeah, um, for sure. On top of other stuff. Cause every time the DLC oh, train right. came along, you oh, got you another direct for Smash. Yeah. Um, I just wanted you guys to know that. Uh, and it's five if you, sorry, it's five if you count, uh, the Nintendo Direct Micro they had right before E3 where they announced a bunch of smaller games. That's gotcha. true. I just thought it was fun trivia, but also illustrative of this entire, like, this was a weird year in terms of message and in terms of talking oh. out loud because every time they open their mouths, people are like, talk about that X. And they'd yep. be like, we're not talking about an X. We're going to focus on product, whatever. Well, they, I mean, there they really wasn't enough product. I, I, that, I did wish that Nintendo had kind of embraced Pokemon Go more as kind of like a Nintendo event as well and not like made it a completely separate thing because the audience doesn't know. People don't sure. care that Nintendo is not the publisher yeah, of Pokemon that's, Go. Right. Japanese-run business cares. And, yeah, <laughs> and so it, it, to me, like I think they could have celebrated um, their these releases a little bit more. And then let's not forget that Nintendo still, you know, I think was struggling in 2016 with finding a voice for directs after the passing of Mr. Iwata who mm-hmm. really kind of embodied and, and was the voice of these events, uh, you know, I think that took a lot of wind out of their sails in, in trying to do this. Well, and that's why it took so right long to, to lead into March. Yeah. No, that, that is 100% true. Like, it feels like we had not heard from them afterwards in that format for a significant yep. amount of time. I but guess I that's something them. I didn't think about. I mean, we need more. I feel like we need more of that stuff. And the NES Classic was an example of how 
how willing and ready people are to celebrate Nintendo's yeah. legacy. Yeah. But uh, th- what they did do with the final one was set the table for 2017. And mm-hmm. so far for them, it is that uh, N- Nintendo 3DS doesn't go away. Uh, you've got a Pikmin 3DS game. You've got a Mario sports title. You've got, you mentioned earlier, the Poochie and Yoshi Willy World combo. Uh, and you've got Ever Oasis. I like that title. Uh, which is, yeah, that's what we should call it. Uh, and you got yeah. Ever Oasis, which is like this new RPG they're trying out yep. uh, as in terms of an IP. So, but let's hope that that's not it. Because what you're I don't just, what you're citing right now, to me, sounds like the final year of the Wii, of the Wii U. Where sure. it's like, Pikmin is not a top tier franchise. I, I love those games, by the way. I yeah. love the Pikmin games. All, they're all good three. critically. They're not great commercially. Yeah, but yeah. and and this this lineup right now sounds like the last year of the Wii U, where you do get a Paper Mario game, but you don't get a Mario game, right? right. So I don't think let's done. hope yeah. that they're going into E3 and that there is more of a reason for the 3DS to stick around. and It hasn't been supplanted by the Switch. Sure. Well, and I hope one of those things is Metopia because you guys should look it up if you haven't on YouTube. Just check it yeah. out. It's this weird sort of zany uh, me focused RPG, but you're pulling in your friends and you're giving mm. them different classes. That's really cool. It's it's what find me wants to be mm. but isn't mm-hmm. if that's the way to describe it like definitely check like, that out to if make it more it. personal like to make the characters feel more oh yeah personal. Yeah. yeah and there's yeah. and there's a big emphasis on just like cinematic and like really cool qualities i it's think great. it's zany and weird i love it mm-hmm. um all right so then uh in 2016 the one thing you did see a lot of was nintendo sort of making more attempts to expand the brand to reconnect with people uh you saw vans cross nintendo which i ended yeah. up buying a ton of shoes i think i was the only one though here at this table why are you laughing at me uh <laughs> <laughs> I bought did some you, socks. Did you guys did care? You, uh, oh, okay. wearing I'm wearing my right Donkey now. Kong socks right now. Yeah, yeah I bought go. some socks for sure. Their shoes were like kind of all over the place for me. And then by the time I kind of like got off the fence and wanted to buy them, they were sold out everywhere. Yeah. I wanted so, it. Yeah, I, I couldn't get the, the pair. That's what happens with like uh, the the Vans cross anything run. Yeah, it's usually yeah, yeah. limited run. Well, what's and really we're funny out. is like oh, it's they, very Nintendo. Yeah, they were they were <laughs> extremely limited. They were extremely hard to find. And I remember seeing them for very expensive when they first launched. But I went in to buy some new shoes at Vans store. The Vans store here downtown just the other day and I saw the uh, the yeah, NES high tops there, yeah. and it took me a second I was like do I want those NES yeah, high tops now? Yeah. I, I did the same thing Jose has those I don't yeah, want to yeah. do it <laughs> I know what happened yeah. um, no I, I bought a bunch of them I think I bought like four pairs and I'm not someone who uh, ends up buying a lot of shoes the only thing is they don't match with everything but yeah. I the occasional outfit works for me. Universal and Nintendo uh, got That's a little a closer um, and announced Super Nintendo World uh, as part of this year's sort of rollout of announcements. Uh, and they even announced that, hey, this is not just uh, Universal Studios Tokyo. This is going to be Holly- Hollywood, Flor- uh, Florida. Like there's mm-hmm. all their locations. I don't mm-hmm. know them off the top of my head. I should have written them down and I clearly did not. Um, but that is an exciting thing. There's That's a awesome. Nintendo yeah. theme yeah. park coming. Um, but you have to wonder what are the repercussions of uh, partnering with Universal? Like, I almost wonder, does that eliminate for them working with a competitor? Like, would Disney not want to do something with Nintendo now? Because, because they Nintendo Universal, went Universal with Universal. Universal. Uh, yeah, I don't think anyone's thinking. Like, I also wonder if Universal is going to be the company that picks up their films. Yeah. Because um, people want video game films. Like, that's the thing. Even though they fail every time. That's a, that's an interesting that's an interesting note. Um, yeah, look, I mean, I, I expect on the film side, I I've expected for a long time there to be a Netflix animated series yeah. announcement, right? Um, they have that that Troll Hunter show and stuff. Like, I, I was expecting something like that mm-hmm. set in the Mushroom Kingdom or based on Zelda or something. We haven't heard anything, mm-hmm. but yeah, this is really interesting. Whether it's going to go into the Universal camp now, yeah, because they they have forged this you have uh, a theme stake park with that relationship, company, yeah. right? Yeah, and, um, I don't think that uh, that, that it, it's bodes coming. well. It's coming. Yeah. Something is coming with films and, and TV. Well, sure. not everyone's an enemy, right? Because uh, on the on the flip side, uh, Detective Pikachu 
Two's getting a movie that got announced yeah, this year, right. and Legendary Pictures picked that up. Uh-huh. That's this weird oddity because the game's not out yet, right? But the movie got announced, and a lot of people in the office care, uh, especially because mm-hmm. Pikachu's the mascot, yeah. starring Danny DeVito. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, uh, go, go 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 get that change.org <laughs> petition signed. Get that going. Um, but you had uh, also the brand play of NES Classic, which we talked about, and. Miyamoto on stage at Apple yeah, to announce a, big one. Awesome a video game. I and, mean, that was huge. I, and Miyamoto on stage and Jimmy, well, not on stage, but in the crowd at Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. 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 Or yeah. even Nintendo on Jimmy yeah. Fallon again, That'd just be, yeah. showing a run and then using the opportunity to talk about Switch. Um, but we haven't talked about E3, which was probably going into it. I've never seen us probably more frustrated and sort of just puzzled what because it was well we got the <laughs> yeah. announcement that only Zelda Breath of the Wild right Zelda oh, Breath mean, of the Wild would be the only playable oh, game at the show that game that won over one hour game of the show at E3 right right no yeah. one would have, yeah. could have called that like <laughs> no one could have called that they that. would only yeah well that not only that that would be the only game but that it would still win game of show yeah, yeah. because it was that good I, I was played it you know why yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was I was like frustrated at first and then I was kind of relieved and just kind of like went okay well this is gonna be a all the show for them. I'm pretty happy about that. Well, and especially when we started hearing things about how they were building their booth to look like Zelda and yep. things like that. Yeah, this and, man and, called Zelda Disneyland. Raise your hand. Yeah. It's fire called, alarm. It's our fire alarm. Fire. Fire. You got to be kidding me. Someone on the Beyond team pulled the fire alarm. That's not Thank true. You very much. It's heresy. It's, it's absolutely true. You're starting inner podcast feuds, and I'm not. <laughs> I'm Will Otero, and it is too hot in the studio. Uh, but we were talking about uh, Nintendo sort of expanding the brand, and how, how looking at it holistically, outside of you know, we we said Vance Cross Nintendo, Universal, and Nintendo, the Super Nintendo World project getting announced, Detective Pikachu getting a movie uh, that's not out yet but announced, NES Classic Edition was a brand play, Miyamoto on the Apple stage was a brand play, Miyamoto at uh, or, or, Sw- or yeah. Sw- yeah the whole Reggie. Fallon and Reggie and Miyamoto at Fallon was a brand play. How did those things work out outside of obviously the missteps in uh, the Classic Editions uh, specific uh, scarcity? I think they were great. They're yeah. great. It's uh, like uh, I've. I've had to watch, I don't know, 30 iPhone or iOS or Apple press conferences since I started working here. And they're always the same. It's like a British guy comes out and mumbles about how things are changing, but they need to be better and whatever that. This was just like all of a sudden this magical, wondrous toy maker gets on screen and picked up the the mood for everything. They need more like that. I mean, yeah. remember yeah, I remember also Mario and the Olympic Games, right? Oh, in the Olympic I Games, about that. you've got okay, that yeah. little moment too. Um, that yeah. stuff, like Nintendo is it's so Japanese, right? Like it's so meaningful to people in the games business around the world. And like, they're, they're the ones who brought back gaming after the Atari days. And, uh, you know, like they have so much worth celebrating. It's awesome that they're kind of, they, they're laying the foundation for big things to come because like, this was just the announcement of the universal studio stuff. Like the next couple of years, we'll see their brand really come to the forefront of 
the screen. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, and I agree with I, you. We need more of them. We we need like definitely. It was something that the people who are still Nintendo fans, who it, it's a smaller audience, it feels every year. We're super happy about it. And you were yeah. going to say, yeah. uh, I just I love the idea that they're they're rolling uh, Miyamoto-san out in front of a wider audience. Like I love that he was at Fallon. I love that he was on stage at Apple. Um, I, I feel like he's to us. It's a huge name. But to the world at large, they don't, you know, like a lot of people don't know who created, couldn't tell yeah. you who created Mario or Zelda or Donkey Kong, and it's all the same guy. And I think that a him getting that recognition, and b him getting public face time, especially after losing uh, Iwata-san, like yep. it's it's huge for Nintendo. It's awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally with you on that. And it's like you look at you look at some some of the most iconic characters of all time, and sadly, a lot of the people uh, behind are responsible for their creation have passed away. Mm-hmm. And you have someone like Miyamoto, and if he can come out on stage and they're like, "That's the creator of Mario and Zelda and Donkey Kong," and he does that thumbs does down, the, thumbs yeah. up thing. It's huge. Yeah. You know, it's so cool. Like, I'll never get to meet Walt Disney, you know, yeah. unless he's frozen somewhere. Um, but <laughs> Miyamoto gets to go on stage at Jimmy Fallon, and you're like, that's the guy that made Mario? Yeah. I, like, made, a, I yeah. made a screen grab of Miyamoto giving Fallon the thumbs it's up. It's so good. I made it my uh, my desktop image. Oh, really? I, yeah, that's I often nice. forget that's about it, and I'll cool. minimize my windows, yep. and there he is. Like, it's it's impossible really to have a bad day it. when yeah. you have that sitting yeah. there. Yeah, and you had E3 2016, which we never would have guessed Zelda Breath of the Wild, not just going in all in on Zelda and it being the sort of this is it we're we're putting our bets on this one and it coming out game of show winner and it coming out where everyone had some a different story to tell about their experience mm, playing mm-hmm. it that's what caught my eye and what completely like Zelda Disneyland aside because that even in itself was a reminder that they can do spectacle in their a cool E3 way booth. yeah, yeah their yeah, E3 booth was absolutely that, was, that said to me like oh you guys are going to make a theme park yeah. oh it's going to be awesome because <laughs> yeah. Yeah. like I, I grew up in New Jersey I went to Six Flags Great Adventure Same. that's a sad ass theme park Hey. Like you go to great no come on it's okay no, the, so rides, the rides are great the rides the are great but the yeah. fanfare is yeah, not it's, right it's not and then you go to like Disney World you go to like Splash Mountain or something like that and you're like okay these guys have Time like to turn around yeah just this wait for the ride it. there's animatronics yeah. and everything and like Nintendo had that uh, they had that big sizzling pot that Link cooks where all the meat yeah, jumps, yeah. In jumps the around yeah. you know they had pressure sensitive pads you could step on that played music and did well, things like, I think that that you know we got the word that their booth would be Zelda themed as well and I think we all kind of had the same thought that it would be a typical Nintendo booth with like Zelda banners yep. and things like that. And oh. uh, I was on the show floor uh, two days before the show floor opened and they were carting in these giant boulders and these arcs <laughs> and you know, like <laughs> all this crazy stuff. And, and we just so happened to be walking past an open door in the booth and I peeked in and when I saw that they had built a cathedral and they had yeah, the time, yeah. it blew me away. It was and I, I remember I immediately texted yeah. Jose and was like, wait until you see yeah. this uh-huh. booth, dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and again, awesome. like pair good job on you for calling that because when we first heard Breath of the Wild will be the only game, we all, I mean, obviously the, the reaction was negative, but the reminder from you was, it's going to be Zelda Disneyland. Watch and wait, and then and it, you're it right. ended up happening. That's because yeah. I wanted it to be. Yeah. I want to live you in Hyrule. It. it was yeah. it was yeah. awesome. Yeah. San Francisco's all foggy. Yeah. Um, all right, so for the last five minutes of our show. We can't end a 2016 discussion, which regardless of we've said this was an off year and not a great year, I think we still found uh, there were some good things to it. But next year, it's all about next year. We're in 2017. The Switch event is next week. The big live stream where Japan is going to walk us through the system, the launch lineup, the price, <laughs> the date. Uh, we're going to go around. We're going to play a little game with us. All right. So you, uh, in this game, you must name the price. You must name the release date and you must name one thing that you haven't seen that you want from Nintendo Switch. Okay. But the caveat is, and we've already assigned an, a turn order, 
Uh, you are not allowed to use the same price or date as the person who spoke before you. Mm-hmm. You've got to. I, I just don't want us all sitting here nodding and saying two ninety nine. It's mm-hmm. all like I want us to have a little what? more fun with this because um, we're probably all going to say that. Uh, so, Pear, you're going to kick it off. You're going to give a price. You're yep. going to give a release date, and you're going to give us one thing you haven't seen yet that you want. It could be a game. It could be a feature. Right. Anything. So I will say. So price, I will say two ninety nine. I'm going to. Yeah, stake, yeah, yeah, yeah. stake yeah, yeah. my point yeah, yeah, in that yeah. one, so you yeah. guys can't use that one anymore. <laughs> can't use twenty nine ninety nine either because that's the one I want. <laughs> um, and then for launch date, I'm gonna say um, I think Nintendo is gonna launch on a Saturday this time, and that would be March nineteenth. Okay. Oh, right um, because they want everybody to not have to line up uh, on a work day and they don't want you to buy it on a Sunday and then have to think about work and school so the wait, next March day. 19th, so March, sure 19th? March 19th is a Sunday. It's a Sunday. Oh, Sunday, you mean Saturday. The 18th. So then I will say March 18th, okay. Saturday. Sunday is the easy, easy pick because they've done Sunday so many times. March 18th is don't, my day. Don't shoot down someone else's uh, pick. And then the thing I want, I'm going to take something. I like I'm pr- playing strategically. I'm gonna block Brian from his, which is day one virtual console. All your purchases roll over. Ooh, I love that. Yeah, I love all that. your all your 3ds and Wii U with uh, no virtual fee. console with games no fee. will roll over. Be yours in your library. You didn't say with no play. fee for just no one ninety nine each. No, yeah. no, no free. free. Okay, we'll roll I love over. that. Okay, yeah. who's turn? So my turn is next. Uh, and the, sorry if you the way this was decided was we uh, basically drew straws before this. So I uh, will. Say March twenty fourth, it comes out, and now with the price, I've got to go higher or lower than pair. I am going to say lower. Whoa! I'm going to say no way, Jose. Two hundred and forty nine ninety nine. That puts us in a tight uh, spot. Yeah, price it, wise. it really. Yeah, does. what are we supposed um, to do? That was my pick. Yeah. Um, you can do it too, too late. Uh, yeah, and I'm going to say that <laughs> the one feature, <laughs> the one feature uh, I haven't seen that I want from Nintendo Switch is a better online uh, experience overall. Mm-hmm. I feel like with Wii U. A friends list that doesn't have interactivity is not it's just a list like it's no there was there was awareness to that your friends were playing but there was no way to really reach out and say hey play this game with me oh, and that's like what my social button? that's what my social experience on ps4 is i jump yeah. online i see who's playing and i go oh sean's on let me go play a game with him and then i'll jump on we jump on a voice chat and even if we're on separate games we're having a conversation yeah. and i'm having a good time and that doesn't exist in nintendo's on uh, nintendo's platforms i need that has to that has to change sure. with the next thing yeah. that's something people want uh zach you are next i'm up next <laughs> um i'm actually gonna say march 31st friday wow. march 31st wow. last possible day that's, that's the right. last possible day of fiscal year they'll yeah. make it the okay. top seller of I think, march i think they'll need it um and i'll say price point wise I'll say three forty nine. I'll go oh. high. Okay. Yeah. Does it have a pack in at that point? At that yeah. price? It must. Yeah. 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 Okay. And <laughs> a one thing that I really want to see for Switch, uh, right out of the gate, especially, is like some really great first party uh, peripherals. Mm-hmm. Like I'd love to see. Like Sony has a really great set of proprietary headphones yep. that I'd love. Um, I'd given portability and the rumored battery life. Like I'd love to see a battery extension uh, that either like clips onto the back of the Switch and plugs in or something like that. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, all right. Release date March twenty sixth because it's my birthday. And I want a Nintendo Switch for my birthday. Really? That's awesome. Very cool. Um, And it's a Sunday. And I think that's a a good time. You wake up on a Sunday morning and go get a Nintendo console. Uh, I'm going to go with $199.99 for (laughs) a very bare bones version of that thing. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It's also a 1080p system with the power that's just above a Wii U or somewhere between a Wii U and a PS4. So I don't think it's 
that much of a stretch by by this time next year you'll be able to buy oh no this time this year what am i talking about yeah what year is it in a few months i think you'll be able to buy an xbox one and a ps4 for under under 200 bucks with bundles and everything like that so uh i don't i think the switch needs to be competitive i think there'll be versions of it that scale upward and lastly the thing i want um i was playing the classic nes recently and immediately started up zelda and i put in my name as zelda and i played the second quest and i was thinking what if breath of the wild had a second quest so you beat that entire game you change your name and all of a sudden all the items are in different places in the world they have different Mm. features the dungeons are in different places and it's harder so i would absolutely love a major 3d zelda game to have a master quest again i like that and not and not just the uh what do they call it now they call it heroic mode i think or uh hero 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 mode mode. yeah Yeah. uh yeah i was thinking not just that yeah Yeah, but but it's it's just uh, the same game, but harder. Like there aren't uh, heart- guess what? Hearts and rupees don't drop anyway, so yeah. that's not a feature yeah. anymore. Yeah. yeah, I want remix level design. <laughs> I want like you know, like look at the way they did the master quest in Ocarina of Time. If you want to see how a 3D Zelda can handle a second quest, mm-hmm. so yeah, there that it is. Was, that was an elaborate master. I like that quest. one. Yeah. That one yeah. is completely remixed. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I like that'd it. be really cool. Well, here we are. Uh, that was our year in review show of Nintendo Voice Chat. And I'm wondering if I have to go wide or I have to go straight. I'm going to go wide. There you go. Uh, that's TV talk. Uh, thank you for watching Nintendo Voice Chat. Uh, I'm Jose Otero. That's Brian Altano. That's Per Schneider. And this is Zach Ryan. And for all of us here, first of all, thanks for watching. Uh, there's going to be a lot more in 2017. Join us next week because we have a big Switch live stream coming up with a pre-show and a post-show. Uh, you can find every episode of Nintendo Voice Chat on uh, YouTube, right? YouTube.com slash Nintendo Voice Chat. You can see every episode, mm-hmm. easily searchable, find out every crazy thing we've said and every good thing we've said. Um, and thanks Go for joining back, us. listen to some of our previous yeah, predictions, figure yeah. out Look what we got right. Look forward to more 2017 right here in this studio and right here uh, at IGN.